This is Todd Strange from the band I Am, and you are watching CMS TV. Yeah. And right back here on Chris Aiken Presents. Wow, look at this. All official and shit. Commercials. And <laughs> Got commercial. Yeah, I have some coffee get... brand coffee. Yeah, I was I was ready to come back after the song, and you were like, you sent me a text. I'm pissing. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> coffee it is, goddammit. I'm drinking some water, water <laughs> brand water. Water brand water. I'm drinking reward brand whatever this is, electrolyte drink to give me enough how, energy to get to the end. <laughs> how awesome was Steve, man? Dude, he is great, man. I, I could talk. It, it's maybe it's just me, but any band that I'm into, mm-hmm. I really don't give a shit if anybody that's watching is into. Right? <laughs> you know, I I didn't even ask him about. Dude, my guests last week were Pissing Razors, mm-hmm. who yeah. he appeared on their album. Nice. He was on. He was on their new album that um, Eulogy Death March. He he did one of the songs, Wasting Away. And I wanted to ask him about that, but I got way too wrapped up in remembering, you know, and it, I was so entrenched in the Cleveland scene mm-hmm. that everything, you know, like, he said, oh, who's that promoter? I was like, oh, was, of course, it's Mitch Karshevsky, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, because I, I remember those guys coming into our office. You know, it, it was just such a Skin Lab to me was one of those, ba- like, I, like I said at the beginning, I saw him, I saw Skin Lab easily seven eight times and that was in a short period of time i mean they were their period their run was what about four years really the the big run mm-hmm. it's what like 97 to like 2001 or two or something like that yeah i mean by the time we toured with them in 2002 so yeah i think they're they're the height of i looked it up we played peabody's down under oh yeah yeah that shit hole <laughs> yeah. was that 90s uh 2002 2002 all right Okay, yeah, that was. Um, I'm trying to think. Was it was it a little tiny dank place, or was it a place that was connected to a pizza place? All I remember about it was the club. I think was downstairs, and yeah, then there the was a Peabody's. big, wide open, like attic upstairs where like the quote unquote dressing room was with a couple of mirrors. I just remember there being a, a really big upstairs. Okay, yeah, that was. Did you have to go outside to get upstairs? Like you had to go outside and then up a staircase? I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. That's old Peabody's. Yeah, that place was a real shithole. <laughs> but they had a lot of good bands that came in there. Yeah. You know, they they definitely had a quite a few. Like Skin Lab I saw there. I saw Sabotage there at one point. I saw Fear Factory there. Do you remember the stage, how it had the big metal poles right in front of it? Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, I think that's the one. Where I, remember, I do remember yeah. that. God, look into this tour, man. We started at Lemoore, okay. which is obviously legendary, and then Jack's in uh, Springfield, uh, Virginia. Right. That's still. I think that's still there. I think I still see that on uh, on whatnot. Third show is Peabody's. Like okay. three shows later is the Ala Rosa Villa. Like, yeah. You know, that, it's just like that famous for all the wrong reasons. Building. Yeah. So looking back on it, man, some of these yeah. places are still around. But, yeah. Some. Well, dude, how about the Omni coming back open? Wow! On now this tour, in this there. tour, we played the Pound. I don't even know what that is. Like, where's that? The Pound, San Francisco. That was our. I've San never Francisco been there. Show. I don't think the Pound. 
I don't think I ever went to the pound. Yeah, I think it was something else, but it was named the the pound. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean I the the venues I, I went to regularly were I went to the Warfield quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I went to um, the Omni and the Stone, and Ruthie's every once in a while. But Ruthie's was kind of dying out by that point. That was. That was after kind of the, I was there after the thrash run. Right. So it was more like punk bands would play there. But every once in a while you'd catch like a, I think I caught maybe the organization, which was Death Angel without, um, with Rob Cavastani singing instead of Mark. Okay. You know, they, they, they got rid of, they got rid of Mark and called it the organization. Mm -hmm. So I think I saw that at Ruthie's maybe, but that was it. I didn't go. I didn't go up there a ton. I mean, again, I was military guy. I was like 20 years old with a wife. Right. And the last thing I had was expendable money. You know, at, at that point in time, I was like selling old CDs to, to get groceries. So, you know, getting okay. up, I, I was going wherever there were free tickets to go to, kind of. Anytime I hear somebody talk about owning a CD that they bought when they were like a teenager, mm-hmm. it blows my mind because... I was a hundred percent sell my CDs guy. Like if it was Friday night and I was wanting to go do something and I had sure. no money, just find all the CDs that weren't cracked and scratched too bad and go to the used <laughs> record store and hope and pray for 20 bucks. You know? Right. Yeah. I used to do the same thing, man. It's, it's, it's amazing to me how many CDs I still have. Yeah. Like literally I can't really show you, but right over here mm-hmm. I have a bookshelf yeah. and on the bookshelf, one whole shelf from end to end, are cd books like i threw all the jewel cases away okay but i have all the art and all the cds in two four five six seven books but each book each book has like 400 cds in it so i have tons of cds and and quite honestly i've been divorced 10 years now i have not gone to those cds not one (laughs) time in those 10 years yeah you know, it's much easier to just go to this and go, all right. I would like to listen. That's what blows my mind. Like I'll see, I'll see, you know, a new album comes out and Aaron Camaro from decibel geek will comment. Like, I can't wait to get home or I can't wait. Can't wait to run to target to buy this, to listen to it. I'm like, dude, it's in your hand. Yeah. Run to to target, you know, (laughs) and I feel bad. I mean, I still do buy some stuff every now and again. I do, but honestly, quite honestly, I give it away. Yeah. A lot of times, if it's a band that I love and I want to support, I will absolutely buy a CD or bought a lot of thumb drives lately. That's been kind of the really? thing that people have been selling. And, I, and you know, it's more convenient for me because then I don't have to go anywhere to get it. I can just <laughs> order it and it comes in the mail and, you know, a little tiny thing. But then I just give them away. I just give them to friends or family or, you know, just people that I think will dig them. Cause I, I just can't be bothered with all that stuff anymore. You know, <laughs> it, it is a very weird fun. I mean, and I, you know, you know, too, we get a lot of advanced CDs, sure. And, you know, Holix links. And actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if you got it today. I got the new, uh, more, a supple tour, right? I got it. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't pulled it down yet, but I can't, yeah. that is my after show listening tonight because yeah. you know, as you remember, one of the last talk to me's that I did, yeah. we talked about how excited I was for that release. And, I've loved the singles so far. Mm-hmm. They've they've sounded good and it's been great. So I'm very pumped to see that. Yeah. See how that sounds. 
Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Rift before they come on. I, I yeah. kind of sn- I snuck them in on you. Um, That's okay. Actually, uh, the two guitar players are from Twelve Volt Negative Earth, my old band. Um, but they've been doing this band for a while now called Rift R I F F T, and completely different than what we did in Twelve Volt. And sure, it you know Twelve Volt was one of those conglomerations of bands where our singer was into punk rock and I was into new metal and our guitar player you know Trey was into stoner stuff and Life of Agony right. and our our other guitar player was more into the technical stuff and played in Today's the Day for a little while and things like that. Right. So it's like it's all these like amalgamations of stuff and and this album this ep that they put out completely blew me away when i first put it on i mean honestly both both eps that i've listened to have blown me away that they sound great they you know the the musicianship is great the songs are great and it's crazy because it's funny i i I can i can listen to it and go that's a Trey thing. That's a Cody. Thing. Sure. <laughs> you know, but I think but it works so well together because there's a really, it's like technical stoner metal. <laughs> like, a, yeah, it, it, you know, I, I listened to it today because literally you asked me this morning and I was like, yeah, all right, you know, whatever, you know, I was fine, but I didn't want to be a total douche and not listen to it. So I, yeah. I spent pretty much most of my day listening to, well, mo- half of the day listening to Skin Lab and the other half okay. listening to the to their two things on Bandcamp, and um, and listening to it, it I mean obviously the stoner people, the doom the doom people will love this, mm-hmm. but it's got like some weird weirds maybe not the right word, but it's got like some interesting different prog. Yeah. stuff and <laughs> some you know the the one the one song um the illumination of the night fighters song mm-hmm. it's like if you took maynard james keenan and wrote a tool song with john garcia yeah this is what you would get it's very <laughs> doom tool i guess you doom know tool. for nice. doom tool for lack of a better comparison i don't know if that's a good one i hope i hope when he comes on here and saying this I'm like fuck tool they suck you know but <laughs> but i i i i really dig this i i you were you were dead on about you thought i would like this this is right in my wheelhouse so yeah. very cool it was funny when uh when you know I, <laughs> he's popped into the uh, chat already okay i, I was actually uh, he says no nah, i ain't a tool hater i was trying to think i was like is trey a tool fan or not i couldn't remember thinking nice. back to back to the day but you know trey was obviously always big into like rush and, and all that stuff too sure there, there's a great story i, I back in the uh, answering machine days you know him and his mom move into a new house right and he's leaving his voicemail and his answering machine He's like, hey, you know, if you need to find me, I live at mom. What's our new address? And she goes, it's twenty. <laughs> and she goes, it's twenty one twelve. Blah blah blah. And he goes, oh my god, uh, like I live at twenty one twelve. You know, whatever Maple nice. Street or something crazy. But yeah, <laughs> good times, man. Hell yeah, definitely. Well, why don't we do this? We'll play a little bit of their music, and then we will come back with um with Trey from Rift. So check it out. It's a little bit of their um. I ain't even gonna try and say it. It's one of their tunes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, um, Anarch Arachnid. I'm sure I butchered that, but let's try it. There we go. Check it out. It is Chris Higgins Presents. Mm-hmm. 